Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Greetings to those who watch below. Before we start today's video on some terrifying monsters from folklore from around the world, I'd like to say thank you to those who dwell below. An exclusive channel membership you can check out using the link in the description box. So thank you to Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, M.A. Way, Julie B, Just Black Curtain, Christina Groves, LT Punisher 666, Chris BLK Chris, and Canopsia Art. Also, if you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe to the channel, hitting that notification bell so that you never miss a video. Also, I do sometimes post on Instagram at brimstone underscore below, and also on Facebook at brimstone below horror channel. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. The Nameless Thing of Berkeley Square The Nameless Thing of Berkeley Square was a strange entity that appeared in the 18th to 19th century at 50 Berkeley Square in London. Many people believe that this entity is categorised as a supernatural creature, and others believe it to be a cryptid or mutant that can be classed as a cephalopod. It began in Berkeley Square, which was constructed in 1740 by William Kent. Many important people had stayed there over the years, including Winston Churchill, who lived in number 48, and George Canning, who stayed in number 50. It was in number 50 that this story takes place. No one knows exactly when the building got its reputation for being terrifying, but the first incident was said to have happened in the late 17th century, and then started to escalate some time in 1840, when newspaper reports began calling this building disturbed, haunted, and inhabited by something demonic. In 1840, the 20-year-old Sir Robert Warboys heard about eerie rumours in this building. As a student, Warboys laughingly dismissed the tales as an urban legend. His friend disagreed and dared him to spend the night in the haunted second-floor room. The guard gave him a room on the second floor. Warboys entered the room with a pistol and a candle. About 45 minutes later, the guard heard noises coming from the room. Then he heard the pistol shoot. He ran and smashed the door down, and in the room he saw the most horrifying thing in his life. The room was exactly the same as before, but in the corner was Sir Robert Warboy's corpse. The terrifying part was the expression on his face. He had died of fear. 
The guard didn't find any clue why he had died, just a hole from the shot. Many years later, when the thing appeared again, the victims were two sailors from the HMS Penelope in Portsmouth, named Robert Martin and Edward Blunden. They came to Berkeley Square and stayed in number 50. They had walked to the upper floor and slept in Warboy's room. One hour later, Blunden woke up when he saw something grey crawling on the wooden floor. Blunden woke Martin and took his gun, but then the thing jumped and landed on Blunden's neck. Martin went to find the police, but when they arrived in the room, it was empty. They found the very same horrified expression on Blunden's corpse in the basement. Another supposed victim was Thomas Littleton, who also stayed in the room. He said he saw a strange thing and he shot it. He was sure that it was dead, but he couldn't find the corpse. Many people who have claimed to see seen this entity say that it takes the form of an octopus due to its slimy, reaching tentacles. Since 1938, the base floor of the building is used as a bookshop named Mag's Brother, owned by Ed Mags. But the workers in the shop are not permitted to climb up to the second floor, just in case they run afoul of the nameless thing. Berbalangs The Berbalangs are mythical creatures in Filipino culture. They have a human appearance, but resemble the characteristics of vampires, and have wings and slanted eyes. The following account of an encounter with the Berbalangs occurs in Robert T. Gould's book Oddities, published in 1928. In the 1896 Journal of the Asiatic Society of Bengal, Mr. Ethelbert Forbes Skirchley of Hong Kong reported the story of the Berbalangs of Cagayan Sulu. At the centre of the island is a small village, the inhabitants of which owe allegiance to neither of the two chiefs. These people are called Berbalangs, and the Cagayans live in great fear of them. These Berbalangs are a type of ghoul, and feed on human flesh occasionally to survive. You can always identify them, because the pupils of their eyes are not round, but just narrow slits like those of a cat. They dig open the graves and eat the entrails of the corpses, but in Cagayan the supply is limited, so when they feel the craving for a feed of human flesh, they go away into the grasslands, and having carefully hidden themselves, hold their breaths and fall into a trance. Their astral bodies then fly away and enter a house, making their way into the body of one of the occupants to feed upon their entrails. The arrival of the Burblangs may be heard from afar, as they make a moaning noise which is loud from a distance, but dies away into a feeble moan as they approach. When they are near you, the sound of their wings may be heard, and the flashing lights of their eyes can be seen like dancing fireflies in the dark. Should you be the possessor of a cocoa nut pearl, you are safe, but otherwise the only way to beat them off is to jab at them with a chris, the blade of which has been rubbed with the juice of a lime. If you see the lights and hear the moaning in front of you, move fast and make a cut in the opposite direction. Burblanks always go by contraries and are never where they appear to be. The cocoa nut pearl, a stone like an opal sometimes found in the cocoa nut, is the only really efficacious charm against their attacks, and it is only of value to the finder, as its magic powers cease when it is given away. 
When the finder dies, the pearl loses its luster and becomes dead. The juice of lime sprinkled on a grave will prevent the burblangs from entering it, so all the dead are buried under or near their houses, and the graves are sprinkled daily with fresh lime juice. Black Stick Men Black Stick Men are a relatively recent phenomena. People across the globe have been sighting these two-dimensional-like pitch-black beings. They appear to be two-dimensional, and their appearance always looks the same no matter what angle they are seen at. Their heights range from that of a normal human being to an abnormal several feet tall. They reportedly make no sound and cast no shadow. Witnesses also claim that these figures are often charged with some sort of electricity, the most often reported being static electricity. Witnesses often claim that while encountering these beings, they feel a strange urge of aggression or agitation. It could be said that these beings exert some form of negative energy. They are unlike ghosts in that they are not linked with any particular paranormal incident or location. They simply appear, and they have been appearing more and more recently for people. Although they could be related in some way, these are not to be confused with shadow people. There has yet been a recorded case of a black stick man to attack a person, and they have yet to communicate in any way, not even making a sound. During an expedition, cryptozoologist Mark Wolfgang Miller went looking for the black stick man near the small town of Buford, Wyoming, and the results were astonishing. They came within six feet of a black stick man. It was unbelievably tall and thin as a twig. I didn't know I was looking at it until it moved in a non-tree-like manner. It had to be at least 12 feet tall. The cryptozoologist snapped a photo, but to no avail. The photo taken didn't clearly show the creature due to the trees in the background. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mossman. Described as a large humanoid entity entirely covered in green moss or foliage, the Mossman is found in and around the state of Florida. It was first spotted in 1978 by a couple who were enjoying their time on a beach. At first, they noticed a human-shaped figure in a raincoat lying down by the rocks near the coastline. They did not take much notice of it until it stood up and stared at the couple with its shining red eyes. The couple noticed then that what they had believed to be a raincoat was actually a layer of green leafy foliage attached to its skin. The couple scrambled to their feet and ran away. Later, all that remained was a bit of Spanish moss. From this moment, the legend of the Mossman was born. In the next two years, it was spotted on several occasions. People reported seeing its moss-covered head appear out of the foggy mist from the ocean. It was seen at Red Reef Park, West Palm Beach, and Hillsborough Beach. Some say it was a humanoid creature 
while others contest that it was more of a ghost-like creature. An elderly couple were having a quiet stroll late one evening in Red Reef Park. Red Reef Park is a 67-acre coastal park built for environmental education purposes and features a 20-acre nature centre. Upon their quiet and pleasant stroll, the woman noticed a green shroud hidden among the foliage. She leaned forward to get a closer look at what she thought was one of the birds. She then got the shock of her life when the creature spun around and locked gaze with her with its amber eyes. The elderly couple ran off as fast as their legs could carry them. They reported the sighting, but by the time that they had, the creature had run away. A veteran ranger at Red Reef Park, site of this encounter in 1980, shared his own theory of the Mossman to Greg Jenkins, a young man on summer break from military school who had took a great interest in solving the mystery of the Florida Mossman. According to the ranger, the demon-eyed monster is the result of an ancient Native American curse dating back many hundreds of years. After the invasion of the Spanish conquistadors in the 1500s, one Spaniard kidnapped and raped a Native American princess before killing her and cutting off her head. Horrifyingly enough, for reasons unknown, the man tied her head to a tree. The princess's long hair from her severed head took root in the tree, and over time her spirit became infused with all plant life in the area. The vegetation, using the spiritual power of the long-dead princess, drove the Spanish out of the region. Inspired by the story of the princess and the bloody tale of her revenge, a Florida witch doctor brought to life a terrible creature made of seaweed to seek out any remaining Spaniards and kill them. The Mossman could also be a Bigfoot or other ape-like creature, potentially covered in some sort of moss or green fur. Others believe it could be a swaying plant or something similar. Old Green Eyes Old Green Eyes is a North American ghoul-like creature reported to have been sighted among the corpses of the American Civil War. The Battle of Chickamauga, which was fought on the 19th and 20th of September 1863, near Snodgrass Hill on the Tennessee-Georgia border, was one of the bloodiest battles of the American Civil War, second only to Gettysburg in regards to the number of casualties. Indeed, it was said that so much blood was spilled on the battlefield that a creature of great malice was drawn to the devastation. A beast with green, glowing eyes is said to have haunted the land long before the arrival of the Civil War. After the Battle of Chickamauga, some reported seeing such a creature moving among the corpses near Snodgrass Hill. Such reports allegedly describe the monster as being human-like, with eerie green eyes and a huge, deformed jaw from which terrifying fangs protrude. In the centuries after the Civil War, visitors and rangers at the Chickamauga National Park have reported encounters with the same green-eyed creature. Some say that the entity is the ghost of a long-dead warrior. Others say that it is something else, something inhuman. Whatever the truth of the matter, the creature is known by those who report it as simply old green eyes. In the 1970s, Two different and unrelated people had incidents near the same location in the park, having driven their cars off the road and wrecking them after reportedly seeing a pair of glowing green eyes. One of the most notable encounters, though, 
involved Edward Tinney, a park ranger. Speaking in 1981, he said how he was walking through the park at around 4am when an inexplicable chill rushed over his body. The very next moment, he watched as a green-eyed being stepped from the darkness. As he said in his own words, It passed me, and I could see his hair was long like a woman's. The eyes, I'll never forget those eyes. They were glaring, almost greenish-orange in colour, flashing like some sort of wild animal. The teeth were long and pointed like fangs. I didn't know whether to run or scream or what. Then the headlights of an approaching car came blazing through the fog, and the thing disappeared right in front of me. Ancient spirit of the land, or creature summoned by the horrors of war, it seems that we may never find out exactly what Old Green Eyes is. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like and also subscribe to the channel, making sure you hit that notification bell so that you never miss a video. So, until next time, sleep tight.